Welcome back to the podcast <laughs> this week. I'm here with the, what would you say, the Mount Rushmore or the originals? Yeah. Three uh, Musketeers. Three Musketeers, yeah. It's big. There we go. The actual it, originals, we can say it now because Bronson's yeah, not here. Yeah, he's gone. Remember, we are like, we'll go film out the back for the first ever episode. I'm like, oh, Bronson, jump on if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then he stayed on for like the next yeah. 10 episodes and he was really good. Founding father. Founding father. Yeah. But uh, welcome back, gentlemen. Obviously, I'm with Thorny and Corker. How are we, gentlemen? You both had to work today. It's I day did. before Melbourne Cup. Yep. See the see the, see the the get up? Yeah. Mm. Very spiffy now. Yep. Yeah. Moved up in the world. I'm a business man. Business man. Yeah, handles he, business decisions. He still looks like he works at Hungry Jacks or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> That's well, rubbish. But, but anyway, there's been plenty of sports happening at the moment from around the world, and that's probably why Thorny wanted to jump on. The ICC Cricket World Cup, which we'll dive into later, but mm. it's been some fascinating games. Yeah, it's been some ripper games. There's been some good low-scoring sort of games that have been tight and some demolishings as well. And good to see the Netherlands getting up as well for a couple of games. It is good to see, but not as good as the NBA at the moment. And when you pick Pascal Siakam early on in the draft, you expect big numbers. And he might just cost people uh, fantasy and jobs, I reckon, at the Toronto Raptors. Oh, mate, he's been so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, disappointing to start here. But the Raptors, they're not going too bad, I guess, to start the season. Where do you see them finishing? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I've said a few times um, in our, just in our group sort of thing that I see it's probably around this, the 40 to 40 wins, 42 losses sort of mark. Maybe get a play-in spot, fight hard at the end, but I actually don't see us making the playoffs this year. Ooh, that's big. Your Rockets while we're on the NBA. Corker, welcome back. Thanks, mate. How are they going? How are you, how, the how are you sensing them? They've, they're coming. I think they started a little bit poor, but yeah. they're working well as a team. Yeah, no, that's that's fair, fair point. Um, yeah, started really slow and I think probably expected – yeah, what, like three or four new players and still a young developing group. We've had two wins on the trot now. It's like a, oh, a Sacramento team without the Aaron Fox. I mean, you take that. Yep. Dylan Brooks is playing yep. well. Uh, Fred Van Bleet's starts, I suppose you could say. Jalen Green's been a bit disappointing, but... Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith played a Ooh. few good games. Al- Alperen Shengun, goat. Yeah, he's been Yeah, good. he's been really good. He's been good. I like to say it. We will... Get into the NBA just before we will talk about that. There's obviously been the NFL on the Premier League's happened. Of course, we had Derby Day on the weekend. Corker was actually there. Why don't you actually? I was. Give us a bit of insight to Derby Day. I would if I could remember it. Oh, oh no, <laughs> nah, it was good. It was, it was drank a soda, bloody though. windy. It was a windy shit. Oh, it was a good day, but it was yeah, it was just windy. I got so sunburned, sunstroke. But yeah, besides that, it was a great day. Plenty of beers. I had to wait an hour and a half for a beer. Yeah, it's not that's not ideal. Yeah, they only had like two bars there. Two or three bars that you could go to, and there's just a line about 100 meters long at each. It's crazy. Average. A lot of people there. How much is the ticket? 80 bar. Oh, yeah, 90 bucks. 80, 90 Does bucks. Does that just get you in? Yep. Damn, he, he, was, he was just pushed in with a cattle and they come through. Mm. How many people it? go to it? Do you know? Do oh, they have like, an attendance? There were, no, they didn't, but there was heaps. There was a, I don't know. Wait, I went to the Black 50, Caviar 000? Lightning. Yeah, I went to the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes, and there would have been <laughs> a quarter of the people there at Black Caviar Lightning Stakes Day compared to the Derby Day. Yeah, right. So, yeah, there's plenty happening in the horse racing world as well. Of course, we spoke about the ICC, Cricket World Cup. Tennis has taken a back step at the moment. Is there any other sports that I'm missing before we go to a break? Some golf coming up. Is there? Yeah. Don't know what it is. But there there will be some golf. But I'm glad that the AFL is over and Thorny wasn't on for the episode and hopefully Collingwood don't feature in the votes. But <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go to a break now and then we'll get into a deep dive for the NBA.
Were you looking at Matt Flynn? <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy. That was too easy. <laughs> that was so that good. That was too easy. Want to let listeners in on that one? Yeah. Oh. Go on. You have to. He, Jack thought he was funny and he said you have to say Matt Flynn at some point during the fucking podcast. Pulled out a card. Pulled, Pulled out a, a yeah. random card. You do actually look like him. A little bit. Yeah, I can see the resemblance. Real <laughs> ugly. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Flynn. He's probably listening with Ashy, with Ashy on the way to a trip somewhere on your corker. But uh, we won't get into any AFL now. There's nothing happening around there. You've got the draft coming up. Pause. Soon, but yeah, pause. I guess I've got this until the next September, but it's true. Uh, it is what it is. Actually, one thing that came out of Pies Land, Oleg Markov and Ash Johnson elevated the senior list. Yes, that is true. That's true. Good on them. Deservingly so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think I think Oleg's only got a one-year. Anyway. Love it. NBA? Well, yeah, NBA, bloody oath. I want to get into the Toronto Raptors. We've spoke about it just a little bit before, in particular Pascal Siakam, but trade deadline's coming up now. There's talk of OG Ananobi potentially leaving, and then also who knows what's going to happen with Zach Levine DeMar DeRozan and probably Vukovic at the Bulls. He's been pooped. So it's interesting whether they blow it up. Do you think you need to make a trade before the end of deadline? I reckon they will make a trade. Um, Yeah, I just think that, you know, like I was saying before, that Scotty Barnes has gone to that next level and Siakam's gone back a level big time. So I think it's something that... Is it a small sample size though? Where what? It is a small sample size. Six games is it seven seven games, I think. I think Raps might have played yeah. their seventh and two and five, I think. Yeah, way I, below where we'd want to be. I haven't been really watching Raptors games, but have they, does it look like they've given the keys to Scotty? Like, if oh, you're watching the games? It definitely does. He's Well, that probably plays a fair part. Like if it, you know, that's why if I think they got rid of Van Vliet. Uh, and I think yeah. now, well, you either had Siakam bringing the ball up last year or you had Fred Van Vliet bringing the ball up last year. And, like, now it's... 80% of the time, Scotty Barnes is bringing the ball up. Or he's the first possession when they get it over half court. I was just saying to you guys as well, like I got on him for most improved player. If you have a look at his stats this year, especially like for people who do fantasy and stuff out there, they'll know that Scotty Barnes is one of the best performers in the first sort of seven games yep. for a, a non-center, non-established um, player. But it definitely looks like Siakam. I still think he's good. I don't think Siakam's bad. I just think he's, he's now playing the center role. And he's just not being looked as like that point forward anymore where mm. they can just give him the ball. He's long enough to pass. He can still do all that stuff, but I think they just want him to probably play more defense, you know, be that last one back on offense, but guard the big guy. So Scotty's just now probably got the smaller defender and can just work around. So I think definitely come uh, trade time, they're going to look to probably blow that matchup up. You know, we've tried the whole get everybody who's 6'9 to play and it works to a degree, but you sort of lack in when you come to offense a yeah. lot of those times. So it's predictable. Now I think it's predictable. That's right. And then people have seen right through it. So And a new coach and everything like that. I think you'll just want to see something different. I, like I said, I think that – and I both think that like your teams, the Rockets and Detroit, I've watched probably more of their games this year. And you'd probably say the lists are sort of similar-ish, you know, not out-and-out superstar on the list, but a lot of good up-and-comers and probably one sort of, you know, um, established player, I guess. Yeah. But I look at Detroit and the Rockets and the way they're playing, you know, their level has gone above the Raptors this year just in effort and, like, likeability to watch their games, like watchability. Like, it's so hard to watch a Raptors game. It just looks like there's such little care. And, you know, it's only one team and whatever, but, you know, it's just I can see something coming down the tracks pretty soon and teams are going to want Siakam as well. He's definitely going to be a a piece that people want. Well, speaking of teams that are – 
probably predictable in the way they're going about it. It's just give Zach Levine the ball he won't pass it off and he'll go <laughs> for 50 in a game and he's continuing to do it. I reckon he's sort of doing that to say, I'm still good enough, other teams take me yeah. before the end of deadline. But do the Bulls blow it up for one? And two, where should any of those probably big three, I guess you could say, head if they were needed to? And that's probably a question without notice. But I, def- I for me, I, I think they have to blow it up. It's just not working. DeMar DeRozan, I think, has literally had a bit of a decline this mm, year. A two and five. And it's very early in the year, again, with predictions. But DeMar DeRozan, I think he is getting a little bit on now. And the same thing, the game's becoming a big shooting three game. He's unreal mid-range. I, I just think that they've got to blow it up. Maybe to, they've all got to go to contenders or what do you think? Maybe I was just looking at the teams like Memphis that only got their first win today. Obviously, they're without Stephen Adams. Is He's out all year, isn't he? Yep, yeah, all year, knee injury. So what, what would you think about Vooch going there? Elite. Huge. But who do they have? They'd have to give up someone for sure. Oh, Maybe not think. something great, but they'd have to give up something. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're missing. Yes. That's, what, that's a well, point they, they're that's, missing. They bought beyond, this back Mionbo right. off the fucking waiver like he's there playing fantasy. He yeah. was he was in the G League and because they, they've gone down through two. There's mm-hmm. another one that's injured as well. They had that Kenny Lofton big fella playing today. Mm-hmm. He was just shooting them up. So they need to do something. But they also get potentially jar back. Yeah, there's not hasn't been much talk about it, has, has there? But you no. know these, like, you know, sometimes twenty five games. But is he ready to go? Yeah, I don't know. So that's the thing. Like once you, you know, once you get him back at the at the Grizzlies for, you know, they know that they can do it. And Jaron Jackson Jr. has been good. If they add another tall piece, and you can never go down by more than eight games. I reckon on a win loss ratio. If you go to there, you're fucked. Oh yeah, and it's a lot of chase and tail. And yeah. you know, you say it's it's an early start to the year, but you look at the best teams in the league in the in the conferences, you know they're going to be the best teams come the end as well. You got to establish yourself early. You got to make sure everybody knows that you're a good team. Well, it's a perfect segue because Boston they're five and zero. They haven't lost yet, and I reckon I last week I did the one word or two words depending on what the team was for what they are. And Boston have just they they've elevated their game and their list. Their starting five. They've got rid of Grant Williams, who's actually dominating at yeah, Dallas. Yeah, he's playing, playing well. well. They've got him poor singers. Yep. They got rid of um, Brogdon. They got rid of Brogdon, and they now they've got Drew and Holiday. And they got rid of um, Tom, Marcus uh, Smart, Time Lord, and Marcus Smart. Yep. So it's actually incredible how many players that they've swapped over, mm. and they're looking even stronger, I reckon. And their bench, they don't play deep into their bench. Derek White is underrated. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a good player. There's only looks like they had four come off the bench in their last game against Brooklyn. Four. It's might not run as deep with obviously Brogdon going. Yeah, but as like, well, that's just showing like if you've got these blokes on the bench who can you know come off and, and play well, and then your starting five is electric. Yeah, from deep, all of them, and good defensively with Brown and Holiday. So guard teams are going to have a very tough time going up against them. Yeah, Celtics look good. Just going on that, who like which teams have surprised you in a good way and or a bad way this year so far? I'm looking at. I'm just looking at standings. Like Atlanta, not a bad start for them. They've won four in a row now. Lost the first two. So they were just getting. They were, they were plop last year. Orlando yeah. is starting to gel, but I think the Bucks, even though they are still three and two, we've seen that glimpse in the first game where Dame just torched mm. it up. But then after that, there wasn't that much connection between yeah. him and Giannis. No. I think Drew Holiday is a huge loss. Have you seen that? I think their their um defensive rating is like 28 in the league Damn. since he's left. Yeah, and then and now, and now yeah. Boston's is like. I think it's like it was like top five offensive rating when it wasn't last year. And players like Lopez and Bobby Portis haven't really played to their ability that they did last year to start the season mm. either, I think. so. And don't even mention Gian- Giannis. Giannis yeah. looks like a shell of himself. He does. 
just to start. So, but, um, and you know what? I've said this now. I've said it every week. He would just go out and whack me next week, and he'll drop forty-five. But at the moment, he's just not good enough. Yeah, that's right. And like, I don't know. There's obviously a few teams in in the mid table that you probably think will solidify themselves. But I still mean like, um, you know, Phoenix probably got a little bit of an excuse with a couple of really good players out. But I actually had a huge poll of uh, people. I put up a poll saying, will the Clippers work now that Harden's gone there? And I actually had a lot of people message in on top of adding to the poll their opinion on it because oh, yeah. it's very similar to, I guess, when Westbrook went to the Lakers mm. and everyone went, well, they're a championship team now. It's like when Harden went to the Nets and you had Irving and Durant there and it's like, well, they're a championship team now. Mm. Do you reckon the Clippers are a championship team now? <clears throat> I think they're playing really well without I mean, I haven't played with Harden yet, so it's a bit hard to tell, but Westbrook's playing really well. He's been playing like what's his have, have so they, would you say that the Lakers made Westbrook not as good as what he is? Well I, I still think Westbrook's averages were all right at the Lakers. Yeah. Like, he's still getting triple double. Like it's as poor as like he was. His shooting was probably he's the probably, real letdown. But he's never been a shooter. His last no. couple of games. So three threes, twenty four points, eleven rebounds, eight assists, four steals. So that was the last game. That was the last game. Who's that? Westbrook. What do you have? 24, 11, 8 assists, 4 steals. Yeah, and the game before that, 18, 6, 7, and 5 steals. And the game before that, 19, 8, and 3, and a steal, and okay. a block. I feel like Paul George is the only one that can play off the ball in that team. Westbrook yeah. gonna, is going to want it. Harden's going to want it in his hands. He's like, I've gone to Philly now, and you can see my assists. I led it last year in the league. And then Kawhi sometimes likes playing ISO ball as well. There's no chance all four. I'd, like there is a chance that it happens, but I just don't see all four of them being on the court at the same time. One, yeah. will, one will have to go with Ben Sherry. Have to. And it's probably going to be and, Westbrook. And it doesn't matter if it's Harden or Westbrook. Both Harden's obviously a, fair, a little bit younger than Westbrook, I think. Maybe. Doesn't look it though, does he? Doesn't. Maybe <laughs> a year two. It, yeah. He's not much, but you know, you still got, you know, he's still averaging a lot of assists, Harden. Wasn't, he was up there for the most assists last year sort of thing. He and, led it last year. Yeah, so him and Halliburton like were clearly yep. the best two for assists. So, and Westbrook, we know can dish everybody. Look, it's always and he's good on getting steals and stuff. Whereas Harden's probably not. So, you know, he's probably going to get the nod even maybe a little bit over Harden for de- defensive. You know, when they're down, are they going to be at least in the Western Conference Finals? At least for their conference, I don't know if they will, but I think they're definitely a threat. Yeah, yep. I agree with what Liam just said. Yeah, so it's not necessarily all chips in on them, as like a lot of people nah, are thinking. No, nah, no, nah. it's a bloody stacked team. Like yeah. it's stacked. But then you've We've got you've still got Denver from last year. Time. Dallas are five and one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you still got Jokic, and even though J- Jamal went down, Michael Porter Jr. is still very good. Aaron Gordon's still very good. KCP is very good. Like they've got they've got depth in their roster. It is very stacked for how the league is sitting. Who's probably your biggest disappointment team? Oh, probably Memphis. I mean, they, yeah, they are, they are missing Jar. I mean, and Adams. So you can probably give them a bit of a break. But I went six before today. It was a pretty shit start. It's like a ripple effect from their behaviour from mm. last year sort of transpired into now. So yeah, uh, Memphis, Chicago, Miami, Miami. Yeah, two Miami and four. is pretty average. That's pretty. Even uh, the Knicks. I thought the Knicks. I thought this was probably going to be somewhat of a year. Julius Randall trade him. Oh, they've just been power rubbish. F- power forwards. Uh, I was thinking about this last night. They're probably nearly it's the least. It's probably the hardest position on the court. They don't grow on trees. No, not good ones. No, exactly, and that's what I mean. Like your centers now, obviously, being massive. 
and enormous. And you can say Giannis is a power forward, but at the same time, he's just as much a center yeah, yeah. for the way he plays. Yeah. It's probably the hardest position to play on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the most disappointing for me would be probably Chicago. They've just been crap to watch as well. Yeah. I, like, I know there'd be a lot of Chicago fans out there. I've watched a couple of their games, and they are with the Raptors at the moment in watchability. It's so hard to just watch a game. They just go on like they they do go on offensive runs, but only like a seven to zero run. But then the other team will go on like a twenty two to one run, and you're just like, oh god, these guys like they can't. It's good to watch the other team, you yeah, know, but, but it's hard to watch Chicago like have, play. I haven't got any outside shooters besides Zach Levine, and he's been crap. Mm, he had one good game. He's yeah. been streaky in the way he plays. Like, mm. even against Dallas after For his up, standards, he's been crap. Yeah, yeah. So, even after the 51 with the no assists, which is hilarious, I think, in saying that he wants to get a trade. But then the next game against Dallas, he started off and he just went bang and he hit four threes in about three minutes. And I was like, this bloke is on. He was on, like, 17 points. He ended up with 22 for the game. It was just like, I don't know where this bloke's head's at. I, at watched, him, I watched him play against Denver in their last game. And he was really bad, lethargic almost. Like yeah. Just looked, didn't didn't sort of care. Cared once in every ten possessions, sort of thing. And then yep. he'd get the ball and just ISO and score a bucket. Yeah. But that was it. Where 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 do we think Levine should go? Should he go to somewhere like the Lakers? I would love to see him at the Raptors. Yeah. Just give. Funnily you enough, as we just teed him off. Oh, but yeah. just but like give him something different to look at. Like I'd take him for sure. Yep. He's definitely got upside to him. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I if you got like Lakers have got such a big call market though, you know if they're calling, you're almost answering the phone. You're like, yeah, I want to, I want to give it. I want to be a Laker. There's a chance that you know the the guys there could still do it if they're healthy, sort of thing. So you want to go to a list that's going to contend. Levine will want to do that. He probably won't, you know, he or he might look for the big paycheck and go to a lesser sort of team, like back to a Minnesota or something like that. Yep. What do you reckon? Um. Oh, geez, I don't know. I'd like to see him go to sort of like one of those mid sort of teams that are, I thought like an Indiana or a, a Spurs or something like that. Like they've, they've both started three and three, and obviously Spurs got a big pool card and um, Wembenyama. I think oh, Mama Wembenyama. I think in both of those sides, there's a spot for like a, a shooter that's going to like a drop twenty five either any game. Especially the Spurs, they haven't really got anyone that's I mean probably besides Victor, but that's able to drop 20, 25 every game whenever he wants, sort of thing. So yeah, he needs probably like the third defender. Like mm. he, he probably doesn't want to be. Like at Chicago, he's a one or two. Like he's, yep. that's it. Like you're yep. going to get a good, every and every team usually has two good defenders. Maybe they have one tall, one small, so we might get away with it every now and then. But you come up against the Celtics with two good guards, like you're not going to get any easy shots off sort of thing. Yep. So he needs to, he probably does need to go to someone like a, like a Lakers or someone who's already got a roster together where he can be in really, really good third string. Yeah, real piece. Yeah, 100%. Like yep. the best third piece you could get. Yep. Love it. I absolutely love it. One last thing we will touch on, as we like to do on here uh, for the NBA before we go to our next break, is probably the Phoenix Suns. They're three and four. Durant cooked. I think it was this morning, and he had forty-one points. We, we, haven't, we, have, we haven't seen Bradley Beal. Nah. He was oh, no. he was questionable for game one. And is he back? Something with his back. And he hasn't played for seven or uh, seven games. He's getting back cramps or Booker, back spasms. Booker's played what two or three games. Yeah, played well in all of them as don't well. Me, and don't get me wrong, they're still going okay. Eric Gordon has been a good piece. Yep. Eubanks, Nurkic, good combination. Don't mind that one. But for the rest <laughs> of the team, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know about him. Akogi hasn't started okay, but it hasn't really seen what he can do. 
they need to be healthy, and that's the word that I had written down for them. I think they need to be healthy and get at least a wad of 40 games to get oh, this year. If they, get, if they have just have KD all year, they'll get to 40 wins because you can't carry that side for further than 40 wins. Yeah. If they get Booker back, you probably put them at 50, and if they get Beal back, 55-plus sort of thing. Like If they can get all of them back, they're right there again. Oh, and they haven't started terrible. They're not one and six. They're not two and five. They're three and four. They'll pick off the easy teams while they can. Yep. Get the list back. Get them back in and you know, be, and, be and hopefully your man Beal is oh, back. Oh, God, I need him back so bad. <laughs> I might trade oh, for him. Soon. Mate. I might trade for him. I like it. <laughs> Anything else from you, Corker? No, nah, I'll get nothing else. All right. We'll be back after the break. On. Oh, you're on. Oh, righto. Um, <laughs> World Cup cricket. Um, yeah, just just quickly, sort of looking at it, touching on. I think Shano did a bit of a scoop. A yeah, few he weeks did. Ago, so um, we won't go right into it. But uh, Australia have turned their their um, campaign around. They're uh, five and two now, back up into third spot. Um, and then, yeah, New Zealand have sort of choked away where they were um, up the top and <clears throat> sort of look like they're going to miss, maybe miss. They win the first four and then lost the next four. Yep. So they're in dire straits at the moment. Um, South Africa last night is lucky to be second. They got absolutely destroyed by India. Um, India haven't lost a game yet. Absolutely cruising, as we sort of all thought they would be. Um, and then, yeah, still a spot to play for for Pakistan, Afghanistan, and I don't think Sri Lanka can make it anymore. But Afghanistan have done really well to be four and four at this, uh, four and three at this point. So mm. they're actually in the positive, but yeah, still not the greatest uh, net run rate. So, so I think, how many games left? Two each? Uh, some teams have got one. Um, so Pakistan and New Zealand have got one. India and South Africa have got one. Australia got two games left. So the top four, is there any. Is it just the top two locked in at the moment, or is it uh, Australia could finish second? Can Australia um, drop out? Uh, yeah, they could if they get smashed yep. in their last two games. But I think we've got Afghanistan and Bangladesh, and Bangladesh have been woeful, just like as bad as England. Yeah. Um. So yeah, looking at it, I think I think it's going to be India's World Cup to lose big time. Um. I don't think. Whoever finishes fourth, which I don't think will be Australia and I don't think it'll be South Africa, if Pakistan can sneak through, they might be able to do them, but I don't see it happening. They've got some good bowlers, Pakistan, like in um, Shaheen, Shahafridi, Hassan Ali, a um, couple of good spinners who have got are up there in the wickets and stuff. But, you know, we, we know what India are like over there. They, they don't lose in there in their country sort of thing. So, yeah, so Australia should, should waltz through to probably play South Africa in the first final by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah, and they um gave us a fair touch up at the start of the tournament. They did, but they just got pantsed. They did, they? and they haven't been as as red a hot form in their last four games compared to their first four. So yep. it's going to be interesting. Zampa is rocketed himself up to the top of the wicket takers. No other Aussie in the top fifteen, so he's doing a multitude of work. And Warner's about fourth in the runs, and yep. no other Aussie is in the top fifteen, so he's doing a lot of the work as well. So. You just don't want to see it have to come down to those sort of two in their respective yeah. categories. Labuschagne had a reasonable knock the other night, and Smith's been Smith chipping away at it, hasn't he? He's been he's making, been making thirties and forties. Yeah. but we just need need someone to sort of go on with it. Um, I mean, we didn't have we didn't have Marsh or 
Maxwell. Maxwell. Yeah, and they're yeah. both apparently back. Oh, well, Maxwell's definitely in for next game. Yep. And Marsh said he'll definitely be back for finals. So it's going to be good. It's going to be close. Um, again, India got to be the red-hot favourites, but you never know. Pakistan could make it, play him in the first final in Dorm, and you never know if we make it through to the to the grand final, we might mm. just turn up on them sort of thing. Yep. So, yeah. So Just on that, mm. um, New Zealand, their opening batter, that left-hand Ravindra. Yeah. Fucking alley can bat. Third in the comp for runs. I was watching the highlights of, I think it was them in Pakistan the other night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Jeez, he's good. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, never no, even is heard. he young? Is he? Yeah, he's 20-something, 20, 20 young, like early 20s. Yeah, yeah. 22 maybe. Jeez, he's a good looking back. Third, third in the runs, 523 runs yep. in eight games. So, yeah, averaging about 60-odd a game sort of thing. I don't know what his actual average is, but around about 60-odd a game. And then Daryl Mitchell as well, who he sort of pumped him in the first few. And then he sort of backed off, and now Ravindra's just peeling off runs. Mm. Um, yeah, and Virat Kohli, 543 runs, and Quinn de Kock, who didn't make many last night, 550. He's retiring after this. He is. Time, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, there's been a few. They had, they had him up the it's other Strange, night. isn't it? He retires at like nearly at the top of his game. So yeah. It's, yeah. Who, uh, that David Willey from yeah, England, he's retiring. He's retiring. Um, there's a few, actually. There's a, there's a few from some of the um, – I think there's one from Sri Lanka as well. Um, but yeah, there's a few. It's mm. it's surprising to see because Quindicock would only be twenty and thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a gutful. Just had enough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lot to do with politics. But yeah, Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma, second and fourth respectively for the runs. So they're doing a lot right, sort of thing. So be very interesting to see. Well, do you want to back anyone other than India? Do you reckon Aussies will do it? If you had to, put oh, them I mean, they're going to be hard to beat at home. Of course, like they always are. I'm out of the format, I think. So, and the, obviously the home crowd behind them. Um, Jeez, their and crowds are they're feral over there, aren't they? Mate, I was watching them play South Africa last night when they were batting. Rat Coley hits one run. Mm. It's like he's made a hundred. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like even when Shreyas I hit a one, it was like he made fifty. Mm. I was like, this is ridiculous. He's hit one run. Shut up. Yeah. How's the, the bloke we were with, Mark, went over there? <laughs> you, oh, we God. saw him on TV. Yeah. yeah. And he was. I was talking to him at work the other day. Because he just got back. Um, I don't know what game he went, went and watched. He went and watched Australia versus Netherlands or something like that. And yeah. he was walking around and the Indians were just like asking him for photos and him and his kids for photos and they just loved him, treated him like a king just because he was an Aussie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he said it was off its head. Like they just <laughs> love it. They just love it. And you look out in the crowd, they're all – they go to an Australian-Netherlands game and they'll be wearing Australian gear yeah, yeah. or they'll be wearing Netherlands gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It's you wouldn't see me dead wearing England gear. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you've absolutely dominated, boys, for the cricket. Uh, we'll just briefly look over the NFL at the moment as it's uh, there's still a game to go tomorrow for the Jets versus the Chargers. The Bengals beat the Bills in what was a big game. Your boys, the Eagles, they won 28-23 to today and Jalen Hurts is that good. He's gone. He's so good. I love to watch him. Colts got up. Browns beat the Cardinals, which was good to see. The Texans, well, they beat the Buccaneers with six seconds to go today. And 39-37 was the score. It was a great game. CJ Stroud had 475 yards he threw, four touchdowns. So he's a new quarterback at the Texans. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, 475 yards thrown. And the game winner with 10 seconds on the clock. Just unbelievable. Naughty, naughty. Hey, 
Uh, and then uh, the Ravens beat the Seahawks 37 to 3. That was easy. Commanders over the Patriots. Bill Balachek might be on his way out. So I don't have to give stubby holders to any SC follower out there, all eight of them. And then you've also had the Packers <laughs> had a win. Saints beat the Bears. Vikings just won at the death over the Falcons 31 to 28. The Chiefs, well, they're looking good as well. And the Steelers, Cody's boys, had a win as well. How's uh, my Texans going? We just spoke about them, and I just said CJ Stroud, your quarterback. Ah, oh, sorry, I didn't. I don't know you were talking about them. Yeah, <laughs> I actually watched it this morning. It was a cracking game. It was good to see. And also, if, if you want to hear about the horse racing and the soccer, tune into From the Spot, and also tune into the Lottery Podcast. They'll go into a deep dive for those ones there. But are you boys ready to get into a new segment that has come up with? And it's definitely not a copyright of Hicksy's Heroes. It is Hickford's Heroes. Not copyright. No copyright. <laughs> Uh, and I've got I've got three here. Um, obviously, Virat, his hundred uh, the other night was on his birthday, and it was his forty ninth ODI ton. I thought he was on the way out. That's a lot. Yeah, he, he's been in a he's been in a rut the last couple of years. But I think he just turned thirty five. Yeah, he's still got like he he would bat till he's forty. Oh yeah, like, you reckon? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he could. Yeah, definitely. Easy. He's like the. Like like, there, mate. I mean, he'll never, he, he, he never drop him. He, he, no. He's one of those ones that retire on his own at whenever he wants. Whenever he wants. Yeah. Just because <laughs> he's so marketable as well. Oh, yeah, probably. He'd, yep. he'd worth a lot of coin. Bums on seats. TV. They'd still rock up either, either way of the Indians, I'd imagine. But yeah. TV <laughs> stations in everyone's house because of Rat Coley. And now the next two, I've probably gone with a couple of NBA players that have copped a bit of slander in the last eh, one or two years. I've gone with Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is leading the league in three point percentage so far this year. Just a quick one before we go into it. Would you call him a hero? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not no, for me. It is. It is Hickford's heroes. It so. is. Continue. Sorry. Um, so obviously he's known as Dylan the villain, and he cops a bit of bit of slack. He brings on himself, to be fair, most of the time. But I think he's had a great start of the year for the Rockets. He's um, shooting the ball very well. You're right. Rockets is. is the key word to this mm. Hickford's heroes. That's right. Yeah. And now I've gone with another bloke that's copped it over the last maybe two to three years, uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, we spoke to him, spoke about him earlier. He has had a very good start of the year, playing with a with an all star team. But it will be interesting, like we said, to see how he goes when Harden arrives, which is next game, I'd imagine. So, yeah, that's my three. Not bad. First time ever on the pod, we're going to do the quiz before the votes. Oh, just a bit of a change up. Oh, right. okay. Just to change things up because we usually just go, oh, piss off shit quiz, and that's the <laughs> end of the show. So, <laughs> let's get into the quiz now. Surely you boys know the rule. Cork's never won. We made the rules, mate. We made the rules. Wrote the Bible. That's why you break them every single week. But anyway, uh, let's get into it. A point is worth a point unless stated otherwise. The last question will be a who am I? Five, four, three, two, one. Let's start with question one now. What sport do the Seattle Mariners play in? Do you have the cricket sound on this? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know which one it is. Seattle Mariners. Corey. Hockey. Ice hockey. Incorrect. Uh, Liam Basketball. Incorrect. They are they are an MLB team. They are a baseball oh, yeah. team. So I thought you were actually know that. I thought it was going to be like women's basketball. But Fair enough. Yeah. Question yeah. two. Who is leading the NBA in rebounds this season so far? Bonus for how many he averages? Liam. Nikola Jokic. Incorrect. Corey Jalen Duran. Incorrect. Liam. Nikola Vucevic. Incorrect. Corey. Luka Doncic? Incorrect. I'll give you a clue. He's, all, he's been up there the last couple of years, so he's a known rebounder. Liam, Rudy Gobert? Incorrect. Oh, is he even playing? I don't even know. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, 
Corey DeMontis Sabonis. Correct. He, le- he led the NBA in rebounds last year. He did. Have another crack. You could, if you guess the number, you don't have to guess the point. If you guess the point, whatever it is, I'll give you a two. <laughs> oh, point now. He doesn't 12, deserve it. 12.8. Incorrect. You want to have a crack at someone? You uh, get one because of that. Let's go oh. 13. Nah, 14.2. Jesus. Oh. He's cleaning the window at the moment, boys. Goodness. Terrible start, but we're 1-0 Caucus somehow. Um, <laughs> question number three. What was the highest amount of runs made by a player for South Africa who made 83 last night against India? Bonus for who it was. And you're closest to the pin for the number of runs, Liam. for the top run scorer. Corey. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember his first name. Did you say for South Africa? Yep. Jansen? It was Jansen. That was the bonus. I can't point. remember his first name. But see if you can get how many runs did he make? I'm going to say 21. Incorrect. I'm going to say 17. Incorrect again, boys. One last guess. 14. Correct. Oh. 14 runs. That was their top run scorer. That's mm. it's not going well, is it? What are we at now? Two, two zip. Was that three? Do I get? No, you didn't. Not close enough. I got it on the nose, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a quiz. Good starts. Off to a fly here. Three nil. Yeah. Where did Fremantle finish last year on the AFL ladder? Oh, yeah. Corey. 12th. Incorrect. 13th. Incorrect. Fuck. 11th. Incorrect. 14th. Correct. This is foreign. <laughs> wow. Well, you think well, I follow Fremantle? teammates. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't care less okay. about them. I don't look at them all the way down there when speaking the pies are up top. Speaking yeah. of nothing teams. Question number five. Name two players from the Charlotte Hornets that aren't LaMelo Ball or Gordon Hayward. Liam. Brandon Miller, PJ Washington. Bang. I like it. Two points. Two? Two points. Well, I thought I love every, that. Question, back. every question was one point. Unless stated otherwise. And it he is just said stated. it's worth two points. <laughs> <laughs> My quiz, boys. Fuck me. On to the next one. What's that? 5-2? 4-2. 4-2. 4-2. Question six. Who does Malik Beasley play for in the NBA? Liam. Corey. Lakers. Incorrect. The Bucks. Correct. Moved this year, moved last year mm-hmm. at the end. Question seven. Speaking of players that moved, who did Orazio Fantasia recently sign for? Fine. Le- uh, Corey. That is you because you butchered it. <laughs> I said Collingwood instead of Corey. <laughs> Brisbane. Incorrect. Carlton. Correct. Corker. Fuck. Score update, please. 6 2. 6 2. Oh, boy. It's Damn. Slipping. Back onto the NBA now. Who is leading the NBA in the league for points per game Lame. so far this year? Kevin Durant. Incorrect. You get a bonus point for what they are averaging as well. Um, oh, shit. I know this. This is going to kill me. Yep. Yep. We spoke about it today. Oh, God. Luka Doncic. Incorrect. Joel Embiid. Doncic is two. Joel Embiid's fifth. Fuck. Why don't I know this? Why don't I know this? Study, boys. Well, you don't give us the answer the questions before, so no, but what are we studying for? <laughs> Always be prepared, mate. Liam, Anthony Davis? Incorrect. All right. You get one more guess each. Oh, God. The ASMR here is unbelievable. I don't know. I'm going to have a stab. I'm going to say shy. Incorrect. No, I knew that wasn't right. Jokic. Incorrect. Oh. The correct answer was Donovan Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Averaging 32.5 points per game to start the season. Doncic was second, like I said. Mm-hmm. Question number nine. Who is the favorite to win the Super Bowl at the moment? Liam. 49ers? Incorrect. Corey. They're third. The Seahawks. 
Incorrect. So Liam, they'll be about 12. The Chiefs. Okay, no. Correct. The Chiefs are just in front of the Eagles. Yeah, I knew that on the top odds. Three. I check it every day. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not feeling the super. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That takes it to what? Six, three, six, three going into the last. So you could win it all from here. I'll be very shocked. Love a do. super quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I for five points? Born on the 14th of March, 1988. And I have played AFL. Scott Pendlebury. Incorrect. Nice guess. Sir. Nathan Brown. Incorrect. Question. Who? Question for which Nathan, Nathan Brown. Richmond one. Right. Question four. <laughs> oh, you can't say that one. 88. He was playing in fucking 98. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, Jesus. All right. <sighs> Four-point question, and this is still for the win, Thorny. I played for three AFL clubs, and not me, this person. I didn't. Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks for that. I'm just hosting the quiz. Callum Ward. Incorrect. He had probably played for two. Yep. Let's go. Oh, that's not it. Lance Franklin. Incorrect. Fucking two. two as well. Boys are yeah, on fire. True, All right. Cool. <laughs> Three point question. I retired at St. Kilda. Liam. Paddy Ryder. Correct. Oh, yeah. Super quiz. Super quiz. Yes. 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 Super quiz. We'll be back after the break for the votes and the super quiz. Shit. <laughs> super. Hey, Lois. Hey, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) That's back live, too, at the perfect time. Unbelievable scenes as we're here on the Super Quiz. I can't wait to listen to that. You're doing fat, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll get into the who am I now. It's going to be another one for the Super Quiz. Who will be the winner? Corker always bottles these. I do. The one he's come from the cloud. So I was born on May 6, 1985 in America. And I am a male. Um, Lou Williams. Incorrect. Corey. Chris Paul. Correct. No way. Come on. No, no you just want that. Yeah, you just <laughs> No way. I love it. That's actually a lot. <laughs> I'm 37, 38. All right, let's get over with the votes now because it's usually a shit quiz. Make sure you like, subscribe, all of that, but listen to these votes because they are warranted this week. Yeah, righto. So we'll go, we'll do the MVP. You can first. hear the deflation in his voice. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe it. It was a good get. Thanks. Bloody man. good get. One vote to the Celtics. Um, yeah, steamroll in the Eastern Conference. Going to be hard to knock them off, I reckon, this year. I think I might have tipped them early as well as the, yep, as the me champion too. faves. Two votes, Virat Kohli, birthday ton, 49 tons, as Corey touched on earlier, uh, a super cricketer. Touch on. Probably the best um, format, all three format cricketer we've ever seen. I know that's a, a smallish sample size, but nobody's been able to dominate all three formats of the game of cricket like Virat Kohli. And three votes uh, go to the Cleveland Browns of the NFL. Definitely deserve it. Yeah. Uh, they've been steamrolling teams as well. So, um, yeah, they're looking to, to push into – what are they? What are whether they be on the on the ladder? Give me a look, but they I know they're going very very well at the moment because they've been rubbish the last yeah, year. Yeah, they've been rubbish crash. for a long time. Crash. <laughs> Let me look, Chris. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, they are five and three at the moment. Yeah, good going. Oh, no. Good going. Good going. Same as the Bengals. Is this the halfway point of the season? Yeah, about halfway. About halfway. Yep. All right, we'll move into the fraud votes. One Ooh. vote. Essendon Football Club. We oh. just ticked over seven 
thousand days. Wow. Since they last played. In wow. A, no, last one a final. Sorry. I mean, it's all right. Dragon, <laughs> <laughs> we get to 10K. Overrated as oh. fuck, in my opinion. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> some of those trades we had this year yeah. Ben McKay, front load, big old Todd Goldstein, 78 years old. Yeah, so. And then who'd you lose? You lose that young fella, didn't you? The- Zerg. Zerg. Oh, Zerg. Buzz Zerg and Massimo. Yeah, Buzz, Buzz Light used Zerg Felcher or something. <laughs> does, Essen, does Essen win a final next year? Uh, no, uh-uh. I don't think so. No. Nah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you yeah. think? Yep. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, moving on. Two votes to South Africa. Second on the ladder in the first versus second game, and they've got rolled for 83. Lost by 220-odd runs. Not even close. So two votes to South Africa. Three votes to the Miami Heat. Played finals last year. Started two and four. Um, you know, they've... Harrow's... Hero's back? Yeah. So Hero's back, so they don't have that excuse. Maybe giving away Vincent and Struess and some of their depth. Get him off. Get him off. <laughs> Get him off. Get Struess off. <laughs> but we can't seriously, eat. though, like those guys yeah. were good for him for a long period. They just they weren't up to it come the finals, those guys, and they, they never were going to be. But, um, you know, but maybe giving off those and, and just saying Hero's enough has, has hurt them in the long run. Bam, overrated. Oh, has been for his most of his career. Yeah, bit like Corey Hickford. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that brings us to the end of the show, I guess. Um, leave your thoughts with the with the Instagram page. And Great quiz. Great quiz. Great end of the quiz. I'll give it that. that <laughs> Good end. I'll take the L. Happy to. Now, uh, thanks for coming on again, boys. And uh, who's your tip for the Melbourne Cup tomorrow? Too. I got you here. I'm going Serpentine. Nice. Uh, yeah. Let me. Oh, actually, on the on the page, I've tipped I've, I've tipped Gold v- Trip, Vorben? but. I've gone Serpentine as a as a roughie. I'll just butcher the names all the time. I'm shocking at it. But That's is fine. It Vorban? Yeah. Vorban? JC is a big fan of it. So listen, into the podcast for the review of all the races from there. It's, uh, we had a bit of a shit week, but I think everyone did on Here's a mystery box for, if anyone wants to follow it, is it Vorban? Vorban? Yeah. Vorban. Absurd? 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 Yep, that's what I'm on. Right you are and Shiraz. There you go. Win your school It's on. Love it. Now you put the pressure on me to get this out before the pod, before the race tomorrow. So, nah, we'll get it done easily. Thanks for coming on, boys. No worries. Catch. Hey, Peter. <laughs>